Hey everybody, welcome to Throwback to School, the podcast where we talk about things we liked in high school, whether we like them anymore or not. I'm Andrew, joined with me as always is... Liza! I mean, always Liza! Always Liza! It's always Liza! What up, Andrew? Oh man, not much. What up with you? (laughs) Oh, you know. October. October. (laughs) It is October. Um... I was, I was, I did double check that this episode was coming out in October and it is. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you're right. It is still October. Ooh. Ooh. What a spooky month. I know. Scariest month of all. Mm Mm-hmm. So Liza, Mm -hmm. today we are talking about something you liked in high school. Yeah. yeah. And if you couldn't tell from the music up top, listeners. Yeah. Then you you don't know nothing. And if you can't tell Liza what we're about to talk about from what we just watched, um, we're talking about, yeah. Um, we're talking about the TV show Flight of the Concords. Yeah. Uh, both seasons. Both seasons. You HBO. picked one from season one. I picked one from season two. Yeah. We didn't do like last and first. No. Or, we yeah, both picked faves. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I'd, my episode qualifies as a fave. I just wanted to have some season two representation. Mm-hmm. No, I appreciate it because I couldn't. I don't know season two as well as season one. So. I don't think. I mean, I. I. Uh, I, uh, I whenever I rewatch the show, I think I do watch episodes from season one because I think those stick out more for me. Yeah, but I do remember in watching season two, thinking like the jokes are really funny. Mm-hmm. It's just that the songs maybe are not as memorable yeah. in the second season as they are in the first one. Mm-hmm. And I think what I remember hearing that's why they never did a third season was they were like, we're running out of songs and we don't want the quality to dip. Yeah. So we're just not going to do it. Yeah. Like HBO wanted a third season, but they were like, we can't come up with enough good songs yeah, we're for not, a season. We don't like the quality yeah. that we're coming up with. So, so. they just said, no thanks. forget about it. Forget about it. Yeah. Whatever the New York, the New Zealand version of that is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. It's great. Flight of the Concords aired between 2007 and 2009. Mm-hmm. Right wow. in the middle of your high school years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Flight of the Concords is not. I wouldn't say it's like super popular in France. Um, even when I went to, to high school, like I was the only one who knew about it. How did you, so how did you come across Fly the Concords? Uh, my siblings were listening. Actually, I was, I listened to the first album mm-hmm. in loop an entire summer before watching the show. So I knew the songs by heart by before the time the I, actu- I was actually able to watch the show. Yeah. Well, I think most of the first season songs existed before the show so it, was, right, it yeah. wasn't that weird they were for touring you. they would tour like new zealand and australia yeah in these like little divey bars mm-hmm. with those songs like some of these songs yeah and then got picked up by hbo somehow for a show well um, the 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 i think the story of fly the concords they are a new zealand folk comedy music act it's like a um it's like bio autobiographical sort of the show is yeah. like they kind of tell their own story in a very ludicrous yeah. like comedic way um the the first i believe the first record company to pick them up on the national level was sub pop which is from seattle oh, i didn't know that and that's why for like a long time even when they were like doing like big shows they would come and do like the sub pop festival here every year because like that. they were a part of the sub pop 
family uh, lineup. Or whatever. So they huh. even though they like at that at the point where they were like, I mean, they still sell out shows. They just don't tour as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but while they were doing that, they still would come and do shows here for like the sub pop records. You oh, know, I didn't even know that. Yeah. yeah, no, I there was one summer. Probably 2007 or whatever, when the first season came out, uh-huh. uh, my siblings were listening to the music a lot, and I loved it. I thought it was very funny. I was po- So I was 16, 17, something like that. 16 and, going on 17? Yeah. I am 16 going on 17. Eat it, did it, did do. <laughs> Thanks for that jingle. You're very welcome. Um, that's what you have to sing every year when you're about to turn 17. Oh, I'm, I'm, that's not going to happen for me ever again, but oh, thank you. Bummer. Yeah. I have bummer. that to look forward to. <laughs> when Yeah, when you finally a, turn yeah, 17. When I finally turn 17. <laughs> and yeah, I just thought it was very funny. And I I think it was probably one of the, like the appeal I think I had with retrospect was that it just I could understand the lyrics mm-hmm. back th- by then and obviously in English and um and I just thought they were just like the funniest goofiest things they are goofballs I mean yeah and um and we listened to the album in loop like I have this clear memory of like driving to like Chelan for a camping trip yeah and listening to the lyrics and just loving it and then finally at the end of that summer basically so my siblings had watched the show but because it was on hbo they were like oh we watched it because we you know we watched at someone's house or something but nobody back then like hbo now was not really a thing and nobody had cable so we couldn't figure out how to watch it and finally at the end of the summer my siblings were like fuck it we're just gonna buy it because you have to watch the show before you leave because you loved the music so much. And so we watched the entire first season, um, like the night before I left back to France. Wow. Which is like kind of a, it's actually kind of a weirdly very emotional day. But uh-huh. um, so that's kind of like the weird memory I have with uh, Fly of the Concords. And then I went back to France and I was just like obsessively listening to it because mm-hmm. I was just like, this this was so much fun. And it was like such a good summer and da da da. And then um, I tried somehow to like introduce it to some friends, which is like... How'd that go over? It didn't... Well, it was like people that were taking... Uh, in, like, this is a lot of random detail. These are some of the classmates that were taking advanced English classes with me. Okay. So they were already... They were very interested in like learning English and like American English and then watched they were they were one of the few people I knew in France that like made an effort to watch stuff in English subtitled as opposed okay. to dubbed. So they were already kind of like had a better concept and understanding of like American culture and American English. Uh-huh. Which for these guys is New Zealander, but either way. And so these and then I was like, oh, you guys should. And I I showed them the video for Food of Fafa because I was like, uh-huh. these They'll guys, they, yeah, these guys are. You know, there's a lot of French in it, and like these guys are just like kind of making fun of French, but it's not. Sure. They're not trying to be mean. Like they're just being silly. And I and I just I yeah I don't know. Somehow I showed it to them, and I was like, this is not gonna go well. Like they're not gonna uh-huh. get it. And then they watched it, and then they they got obsessed with it, and would come back every day and like sing it to me like really? hey it was like an inner joke or something cute. and i was like cool i'm glad someone else likes this that's so cute 
and then and yeah and the show is even funnier and brett and jermaine are just lovely just weirdos mm-hmm. just cute little weirdos yeah and and then you get extra stuff that you don't get in the music like murray and yeah mal. played by reese darby who's just so funny He's so funny and then you get mal who's played by Kristen shaw who I fucking love her. Yeah. Like, I'm so glad she does more and more stuff. Right. That I this is the first, this is the first thing I'd seen her. Yeah, in me and, too. I didn't and like, know. Yeah. To know that like, she's gone on to be like a starring role in last man on earth mm-hmm. is just like, I'm so happy that she yeah. has more of a career. Cause she's, she is such a delight in this show. She plays like, their number one fan slash stalker slash, slash like really? sociopath. Yeah. Like she is <laughs> like she's so gross, de- but you also love her at the same yeah, time. Yeah. She seems, she seems mostly harmless, but she's also like a dangerous, like she, her <laughs> behavior is like, and she's kind of abusive to her husband. Oh yeah. Like, big time. <laughs> but for some reason you still like, enjoy you still like her. her. Like you want to see her more in the show. And mm-hmm. she's playing this horrible person. She's just such, it's such a weird, like, is... I think it wouldn't be as, like, you wouldn't like her as much if it wasn't played by Kristen Shaw. Right. Like, I think she bring like, she can't help but bring that, she like, brings cute en- dork to Yeah, she brings and- an energy to it that's likable, where, like, another actress could probably make it seem more unhinged and dangerous. Yeah. But she's, she's enough, like, hey, guys, what are you doing? Like, it's just, yeah. like, she's so cute doing it that you're like, I like her, even though, like... She's pretending like she just ran into the guys, you know, yeah. like in the episode. Like some of it, it looks like she's like 13 or something. Right. Just like in awe. Yeah. I think that is kind of a, that's an interesting yeah. uh, observation. She kind of plays it like she's a 13 year old fangirl <laughs> of the band, but in an adult's body. Yeah. Because there's, so one of the episodes, the episode we watched for you is the episode where they get mugged mm-hmm. in season one, episode mm-hmm. three. Uh-huh. And uh, Jermaine goes to jail. <laughs> And she sees him after he's been in jail and she has a t-shirt made of him behind bars that she's wearing. Yeah. And I was like, how did she get that picture? <laughs> right. I mean, it, it, it is just a picture of, of Jermaine with like, bars. with bars superimposed over him. Cause he's got his guitar in the oh, picture. I guess maybe it's like Photoshop. It would have been, you know, I, th- it would have been much harder to explain, but maybe it would have been funnier if it was a picture of him with the sling on in with yeah, like the bars behind to it show like that he, it was actually him yeah but there. like how would she have gotten that picture but then like it's it's you know it's part of the show like <laughs> yeah, it just it doesn't make any sense and also like he doesn't seem all that weirded out it's just normal male behavior that she would have a t-shirt mm-hmm. with him on it behind bars yeah it's also like one of the, uh, well it's episode three so you don't you, you know you don't know the characters that well yet but most of the time she's She's a fan of both, but she's like in love with Brett. Like yes. he, she, he's her number one. Except and in then this, this episode. episode, because Jermaine goes to jail for like an afternoon. Yeah, like her bad um, boy complex gets yeah. activated, and she's yeah. and then suddenly she's like, the- "I hurt what you did, Brett." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you left him. In she the turns alley. on Brett. <laughs> yeah, um, I picked that episode because. Well, we were trying to pick our favorites, and I, I was, uh, it was going to be either that one or, I think the next one, mm-hmm. which is um, Yoko. Yeah, that's the name of the episode where Brett gets a girlfriend named Coco. Yeah, 
because I also love that one. But I do love the mugged episode. You get a lot of Mary. You get a you get a little bit of um, Dave, who's there. Um, Dave is so funny. Dave is so funny. He's there, um, like local New Yorker, Pakistani heritage. He owns guy. the pawn shop yeah, below he, their apartment. Yeah, you learn later in the season that he keeps referencing to people he lives with as his roommates, and then you finally go to his house and he just still live he's like a 32 year old man still yeah. living at his parents home and they're like wait those are your parents he's like no no no, those are just my roommates i'm just related to them and then just like shuts the door <laughs> yeah it's just like pathetic but hilarious at the same time he's gross a lot of the yeah. time he pl- he's played by comedian arsh barker who mm. i haven't heard um him do much in the last couple of years but like i did like i looked up his stand-up around the time the show came out and i really liked his stand-up oh yeah um he's got a this is the only thing i know him from yeah but I, he's so like... funny in the show he also brings like a weird energy to that character it's yeah. like the least threatening badass yeah guy you know like he's also a dumbass he's like, like he's he just an says absolute like, idiot just wrong things all the time in the episode, in the mugged episode, they go back to the scene of the crime where, uh, so Brett and Jermaine were getting mugged and they escape over a fence, but Jermaine gets caught and Brett just leaves him to get mugged. he's too scared, yeah. And so they go back, Murray, Brett, and Dave go back to the scene of the crime and Dave just is armed with a paintball gun, <laughs> but he's walking around like he's got like an AK-47. Yeah. Um, and Murray's like, can you please put the gun down? Yeah. And he just like waves it around. He's like, it's just a paint yeah. gun. Like, don't worry about it. Um, really funny detail, too, is that they go back to the scene of the crime, but Murray reveals that it's been two days because <laughs> Brett just thought he'd come home by now. Oh, that entire episode. There's a, like, watching it, I haven't watched it in a really long time. Yeah. And I, there's just random stuff that I pick up on the, on this role. Like, the fact that they look like they're freezing the entire like mm-hmm. they shot it in like middle of winter in New York and they're wearing these tiny little it, jackets. Yeah, it looks like they don't have winter. beanies. Their their faces are all red. They have big smoke coming out of their face yeah. like from breathing. Anyway, and then um the the actors that play the muggers mm-hmm. is like it's just typical like foreigners trying to portray what they think a New York mugger looks like. Yeah. It's just so like like the the one who goes to jail with Jermaine uh-huh. has this like slight New Yorker Italian accent yeah way of talking and then he looks li- like if somebody only watched like the Goodfellas and yeah. then was like act like a New Yorker like it's exactly. like that sort of like mob yeah and the guy. other one is like a skinhead that hasn't shaved his head yet yep. like yep. <laughs> she's like a white supremacist weirdo and. It's, it's disturbing. <laughs> yeah, that's not a generalization, by the way. He does make a joke. Yeah. Or he has a line later where they're like... Some, you want to uh, come get pizza? Yeah, and the, he's like, the, yeah, my next thing is a... Yeah, is, like a skinhead or white supremacist rally or something. Or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's, very, a very, like, weird, it's a weird offhand yeah. thing. Which I think like in 2004 was or 2007 was yeah. like, still a little funny. And now it's like... Mm, <laughs> too real. Yeah, a little too real right yeah. now. But the... Yeah, they get mugged for a camera phone, which is a, Brett's gift to Jermaine. It's like is an that old he glued his phone and his camera together because <laughs> he said he wanted a camera phone, and so it's like an old. And no- it's not a digital camera. No, it's, it's like an, an old, old Nokia. Yeah, an old Nokia phone with like a like an actual like a camera you need film developed for, t- like glued to. He's like, no, Jermaine really likes it. Yeah, 
And and Jimmy's like, no. I think you ruined my camera and my phone. (laughs) It's just all those little details. I I think that's why I picked this episode. It's a really good episode. And on top Mm -hmm. of that, I just thought it it encapsulates so much of the show. Right. Because you get a lot of different characters and like their silliness. And then famous quotes. Yeah. This also has two really good songs in it. It's got the hip hop hippopotamus versus yeah. the rhinoceros. Yeah. And then think about it. Think, think about it. Yeah. Those are, are really good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause they have this whole bit that, that they start the episode at the embassy. They want to be rappers. They want to be rappers. And so they want rap, rap stage names yeah. or whatever. And their names, they want to be rhinoceros and hip hop, hip hop It's just, it's just silly. Yeah. Silly goofs. It just brings joy to my heart. Yeah. It's so funny and silly one and the, they're really cute. One of the things I'd forgotten about the show that is prevalent in every episode is in Murray's office because he's the consulate for New Zealand in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, he just has these posters on his wall uh, of the like posters. the lamest, like it's just like it's scenery from New Zealand with like the lamest like things on them like and it's poorly like it's not even like graphic design it at looks all like, it's just like a picture it looks like a meme it looks like yeah exactly it's like a visual version like a poster of a meme yeah yeah and it just has like text and bold like yeah. times new roman there's a picture of like a like a snowscape and it says new zealand cool <laughs> or there's like a rockscape and it says new zealand like lord of the rings yeah. and it's just like it's like what you would imagine is the lamest things they could think of to like try and get you to go to New Zealand yeah, they made. Yeah. I, my favorite one I was telling you earlier, my favorite ones are that come up in other episodes, uh, which I think they sell online. If anybody doesn't know what to get me for Christmas, <laughs> you can get me one of those. Thank you very much. The uh, There's the New, New Zealand Take Your Mum. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's all it says. I love it. And then there's the New Zealand Rocks. Yeah. Which is like just a pile of rocks and yeah. there's a bunch of exclamation points. Mm-hmm. And then the one that is in this episode is New Zealand. What is it? Uh, you're if you like if, if you give it a chance or like if you'll you don't, like it okay or yeah, you, <laughs> it's something like if you don't set your expectations too high, you'll like it or yeah. something like that. <laughs> it's so defeatist. Yeah, it's, it's terrible and wonderful at the same time. Um, but yeah, also this episode has a, a really famous quote of um when they're back when they're in the alley in the scene of the crime and it's murray and brett and dave and dave always like makes tells them like i don't understand what you're saying Uh like he just like is so kind of rude but just blunt to them be like what what language like what language are you speaking it's english (laughs) it's just with an accent and they say the phrase um Maybe he's dead. Maybe he's dead. And Dave just cannot understand. Yeah. He's like, but maybe he did, but what did he do? Yeah, maybe and he, it just goes, maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. <laughs> and it just goes back and forth and back and forth like that until they're like, not alive. <laughs> not alive. Dead. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. That dude was, he might be dead. Yeah. The episode I picked. Yes. Before, are we moving on? Sorry. Yes, I we are off. moving on. Good. About time. The episode I picked is from season two, mm-hmm. episode seven. Uh, Prime Minister. Prime Minister. And it's the Prime Minister from New Zealand comes to visit. Prime Minister Brian. It's so funny. No last There's name no given. Last name. He, always, he, and he perpetually introduces himself as the Prime Minister Brian. <laughs> he is... It, you know, like, we've talked about, like, the character from Malcolm in the Middle, the, middle, the 
older than Malcolm brother. What's his? Oh, Reese. Reese. Like he's too stupid to exist in the world. Yeah. And that's like Brian, the prime minister is like, like the dumbest person mm-hmm. to like ever yeah. exist. I don't know if that was like somewhat of a, a little spike on the real on minister like, or like on politics in general yeah, or something. But he was, he's so dumb. <laughs> There's a part where he comes in, he's asleep in the office and you know in the consulate office because he's jet lagged he thinks it's tomorrow is what murray says and then he wakes up and he goes oh is it yesterday (laughs) and just it's so stupid there's a part where they're in the uh they're in dave's pawn shop and he pulls a copy of the matrix off the wall in vhs and he goes we just got this in new zealand Mm -hmm. and um they're talking outside and he asks them do you think that there's a possibility that we're in the matrix And both Brett and Jiminer say no. And then Dave says, I absolutely do your, your majesty. Yeah. <laughs> they, and they have like a weird bond over yeah. like paranoia, paranoia. Yeah. Like so Matrix the, shit. the early, like the B plot of this episode is also that, uh, Brett and Jermaine get hired for $50 each to be Simon and Garfunkel impersonators. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Jermaine, develops a relationship with uh, an actress, Marilyn, Marilyn Rice Cub plays mm-hmm. a character in this episode who's obsessed with Art Garfunkel. But he, the, <laughs> they're, when they're getting hired for, they're explaining to Murray they don't look like Simon or Garfunkel. And uh, Murray, Murray says they look like, enough like the impersonators. The lookalikes. <laughs> so, yeah. They look enough like the lookalikes of Simon and Garfunkel. Who don't even look like. Yeah. <laughs> Art and Garfunkel. So, I mean, Art yeah. and Simon and Garfunkel. So they, they get hired to do it. He forms this relationship. They also start making friends with other musical impersonators. So Patton Oswalt plays an Elton John impersonator. There's a, bo- there's a Bono. There's a Bono there's impersonator. Barack Obama and some yeah. other stuff. At the, so in this episode, they try and go to the White House so that the Prime Minister can meet Barack Obama. They don't say Barack Obama. The entire time, they just say, say the, the president. president. Yeah. Which I think is even like, I'm sure they mean it as like, they didn't want to say a specific name because that's part right. of their joke. But also like, I don't know that another, sure, his title is not president, but right. he is the, for all intents and purposes, he is the president of New Zealand. Yeah. Why would he refer, I want to meet the president when it's well, not their own country's president. Like, I just think it's a funny. He's also, I mean, well, as we've established, he is a he's moron. He's a dumbass. Yeah. No, yeah, totally. I just There's, think it's, they keep saying that over and over again. Going to meet the president. The yeah. president. I'm like, it's not even their president. Like, who gives a hoot? There's, a, there's also a great part in the in the pawn shop where he's on the phone with, I guess, the, like, second in command in New Zealand. Oh, right. And he says, how's the environment? <laughs> And then he just goes, Can we cl- can't we clean it up? <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> it's good. So like, he's just a moron character. So he's also like the actor they picked is so like, I don't know. He's just there's perfect. A, yeah, like, there's he a part- looks like anybody. He looks like yeah. anybody's neighbor. He wears this giant trench coat who's way, that is way too big for him. Yeah. And he keeps like yeah walking lopsided. There's a scene in where they're in the White House so weird. and he's trying to meet the president and he's got a suit on mm-hmm. and like yeah like he's so lopsided that like his suit is like off Shifted. kilter <laughs> and you made the comment like is he like like is he, is he missing a like, lamb yeah. or something but no he's just weird and like his suit is just slightly off <laughs> but they so he's disappointed he can't meet the president so they have like this big barbecue 
on the on the roof mm-hmm. and uh murray hires a barack obama impersonator and of course brian the prime minister believes it's barack obama <laughs> i mean the, the impersonator like we said when we were watching it he doesn't he, he doesn't look- not look like barack obama but anybody who is fooled that this is really barack obama is just has is clueless. Like a clueless <laughs> idiot yeah so and he's also not doing a barack obama impression at all no he's just talking he's just talking and, and like, also mentions like yeah sometimes i do usher yeah and will, will smith, smith. <laughs> at the agency and he's like and he's the other prime minister goes what agency and he goes and murray goes uh the cia <laughs> so it, like he gets fooled into thinking this is barack obama so he's getting when, his picture like, the taken guy is not even acting at all right like, he says like there hey can i have a beer yeah <laughs> um so he he's getting his picture taken with him mm-hmm. and then uh, that's when the pri- brian the prime minister sees two elton john impersonators walk into the same door and he thinks that there's a glitch in the matrix and starts to run off and that's when the episode ends this, uh, they have weird endings to they these have episodes they have I weird endings about that this one i think is particularly a two-parter so i think that was almost like a to be continued oh um, he come the prime minister is also in the episode yeah because the next one is called new zealand town which i think is yeah it has him in it but he's such a wonderful character yeah in the show he's really funny yeah the the part where mel um tries to comfort um <laughs> jermaine jermaine who's having a tough time with this lady he's dating who's obsessed with art garfunkel and wants him to keep wearing his costume when they're together he's very insecure about it because it's fucked up yeah (laughs) and and for some reason he's comforting or mel is trying to comfort him and you know she's just as kooky obsessed yeah (laughs) and she makes him feel worse because he's like well i don't want to tell you and she's like no tell me you can tell me anything i would never judge you and yeah. then as soon as he tells her she's like ew why would you do that you <laughs> yeah what kind of a weirdo would do something bastard. Yeah. like and then later he finds her in her car with her husband who's like dressed like brett yeah and they're making out hardcore in the car and he's, he's even got so like a disturbed. fake brett sweater like brett's sweaters throughout the show have like Animal a tiger or an eagle yeah like and stuff he's you'd find a goodwill you right know? and he's got like a fake brett sweater on it's and, so and some, funny a curly wig or yeah whatever. <laughs> it's not even like trying really it's just like props it's put an, on yeah him. it's enough that like she would be able to feel like it might be <laughs> brett so weird it's so weird but yeah i also yeah there's um if people have not watched this show or listened to the music what would you recommend? Music first or show first? Or do, do you think it matters? I don't think it matters. Yeah. Because there's enough, I mean, there's enough music that's not in the show that I think like you could get a hoot out of just listening to the music. Yeah. But I don't know. I'd say, I, I, I don't think it matters. I think you could yeah. do either or. That's true. I think like it would take a, I don't know. I think probably nowadays, I, the, the humor seems a little... It's not quite matching the humor that is written on TV today. Sure. And it's only 10 years ago, but it yeah. still feels slightly different. So I think like watching the show might be more telling of the characters than if you just like went blank to the music. Yeah. I don't know. They're both really good. Um, some of them are remastered to be in the album and some of them yeah. are straight up from the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the songs, I mean. So you get slightly different versions sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and especially if you manage to 
put your hand on a live version, then they get a little different too. Yeah. Um, and especially if it's like, they have some live versions of before the HBO show and they have some live versions after. Um, so they're just slightly different. Yeah. Um, but for example, the there's a song... Is it the rhinoceros and hippopotamus? There's a there's a live version of that song where you hear the audience mm-hmm. and Jermaine, there's a line in that song that Jermaine says that it's something like, "My rhymes are so sexy they make oh, the, 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 so front, the, the, yeah. the, the, the girls in the front row make it makes the pregnant. those girls pregnant." Yeah, and that live version has all the like actual ladies in the audience go like, "Ooh," yeah. <laughs> which is kind of fun. But their live versions are just a little sillier mm-hmm. just because they play with the audience and, and stuff like that. They have yeah. a very good, like they have a very good chemistry between the two of them, obviously. And then on top of that, they have a good, um, like improv. Yeah. They play like, off each other acting yeah. and with the audience. Like they're very, um, loose in that way. Cause I'm, did you see them live when they were in Seattle last? No. Okay. I, I have like every year they've toured, I have like tried to get tickets and it like, it it's sells out in yeah, like a crazy no. amount of time. I, last time they were here, I definitely like marked the date that the tickets were going to be on sale. And I like, yeah. and I told myself, I've never spent that much money on any show, but I was like, they're not going to come gonna back be worth for another it. 10 years. Yeah. It's going to be worth so it. So it's going to be worth it. And it was great. And, uh, Eugene Merman opened for them. Oh, cute. So that was even, you got a little, an extra treat for that. Yeah. Uh, who's also in the show. But if you haven't watched the show before, I highly recommend it. Um, Me too. I like it just as much as I did when I was in high school. There's no worries there. I yeah. I can't imagine me ever, you know, 15, 20 years from now, rewatching the show and be like, I don't know what I saw in this. It's yeah. It's just so lovely and cute. I, yeah, I have a very serious question to ask you. Oh, okay. Way. Great. Go for it. If there was such a thing as Team Brett or Team Jermaine. Jermaine, do you have a side? I think I've always found Jermaine a little funnier. Okay. So I think if if I were to fall on one side, it would be Team Jermaine. Yeah. Mm. I just like, <laughs> I, like, Brett's really funny to me, but he's always sort of like the, like, he's more aloof of the two. Yeah. So, like, Jermaine to me usually has, like, the punchier lines, I yeah. think. So I think I would pick jermaine over mm-hmm. brett i um what about you i always i was always a team brett because uh-huh. he is so freaking cute like, yeah i had a big crush on him i probably still do i just find him lovely but jermaine is i think jermaine has more acting skills sure and obviously because he's been in more stuff since then well, brett was in lord of the rings so he was and that and then that's it like <laughs> yeah. and he was like a very d-side character like oh yeah you know, like tiny, tiny i'm pretty character. sure his one line is cut from the like from the actual cut of the movie like you have to get like the extended edition oh, to see right. his line yeah that's true versus like and i don't know if it's like brett doesn't care about acting as much and might just, be he may just be more into the music or just kind of done i don't i haven't heard about him in a while yeah but uh jermaine i think is more committed to the acting and mm-hmm. and I've seen him on random little indie movies and he's great at that. So I think they each have their strengths. I just have like, there's just Brett will always have a little piece of my heart. Yeah. Um, especially those episodes where he wears a wig on top of his bike helmet. <laughs> oh God. Helmet. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> we picked some songs. Yeah. I figured in lieu of like doing a Spotify me or a we should pick Green our Day, favorite ones. we should do a top three 
uh, Fly the Concord song each. And then we could see if they overlap at all. But yeah, let's do it. Okay. What and do you then we do a surprise prize after? <clears throat> yeah. Yaman. Yaman. So what, Liza, what is your, the first song you pick for Fly the Concords? My number one song? Like, whatever. Just like, yeah. yeah. My number one song is Prince of Parties. The Prince of Parties? Yeah, which is from the first season. I think I have it. Here we go. Load it up, boy. Yeah. This is when... Oh, what we forgot to talk about is like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm the pretty prince of parties. You're a tasty piece of pastry. You're a tasty piece of pastry. I want... some. I, if I ever get married, I want that to be... In, in your vows? In, in their vows to me. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> um... Uh, anyway, the um, the part that we forgot to mention is that a lot of their songs are like sort of spoofy of either a, pati- a specific band or a genre. Yeah. So they have like one famous one that is very obvious, like David Bowie, because they talk about David Bowie in uh-huh. the song. But then they have like things like this that I think is like they're channeling their like when the Beatles went to India and had like a bunch of their songs that had like. Indian yeah. background in it and like referencing Ravi Shankar a lot um, like that yeah that's very Beatles but then they have other, other stuff like in the second season they have like stuff that sounds like Lady Gaga and like yeah so they it's sort of spoofy but not trying to like make fun of anybody it's just like picking a genre and like running with it yeah I love this one it's short but it's good My first song I'm going to pick is actually not sung by the Fly the Concords. It's sung by Reese Darby and it's called Leggy Blonde. Oh, Leggy Blonde. I almost... Leggy Blonde is up there. It was definitely, when I saw it, I was looking at it on Spotify and I almost picked it too. It's really good. Yeah, this is an episode where there's a blonde, like, temp working in the office that Murray's obsessed with. And he keeps calling her Lady Blonde. Yeah. And then every day I look across the office floor. There you were, your head down to your legs and your legs down to the floor. Leggy Blonde, goodbye. Goodbye. Now that you were gone on this, this is a bunch of noises from like in the background there's always like typewriters yeah. and like weird. That's I think my, when you watch the show and he sings that cuz this is a different version than what's in the show. No, this is the same. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Well, you see like the people using the objects in the yeah. office. That was my favorite lyric in the song by the way. Is he says, um, now that you're gone I'll never get to tell you how much I loved your legs and your hair." <laughs> The song's called Leggy Blonde. It's just like he only has That's two. You know he has two her. qualities about her he likes, and it's her <laughs> legs and her hair. I had a budgie, but it died. Whoa, whoa. Is a budgie like a tam- tamagotchi? I think it's a bird. I like oh. Pie. <laughs> I like pie. Leggy, 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 leggy. What's your next song? My number two song is 
the most beautiful girl parentheses in the room. Ah. That's the one with uh, Silver Silverstein. No, what's no, the it's the. <coughs> this is funny. No, oh, no, it's Clueless it's, Girl. It's the Clueless TV show. The the girl who played Alicia Silverstone's character in the TV show. Oh, that's why I confuse them all the time. They look really alike, and that's why she was cast as. These feel a lot better because I've confused these two ladies for a really long time now. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, so she is. She looks like Alicia Silverstone because she played essentially Alicia Silverstone later. On the street. On the street. This is one of those, there's a really funny, because you were talking about live versions being different. There's a really funny version of this song where um, later in the song he says, um, you know, high class prostitute. And in a live version, they're kind of goofing around and they're kind of singing high class prostitute back to each other. And then Jermaine just goes, high class, high class. It's really funny, and you could tell like they're just trying to make each other laugh on yeah. stage. Oh yeah, I think most of the shit they write is for each other. Yeah, <laughs> it just happens to make other people laugh. Here we go. Like the the it thing about be a waitress. the thing that works about their <laughs> show is that like. The songs are funny. They're funny, but they also sound good. Yeah, no, yeah. that's the thing. Is like I think they're trained musicians to begin yeah. with. So it's not like it's like the Lonely Island. Like, yeah, they're funny, but they also like like uh, Yorma is mm-hmm. a real musician. Yeah, like you can't and like Weird Al. He's funny, but he's also a real musician. Yeah, like you can't. It's not as good as if you, ju- you were just funny and you yeah. wrote a song. Like, you have to also know how to put a song together. Yeah. And sound, like, they sound, yeah, like, you're eight. They know how to sing, too. Yeah. Okay. My number two. And buy you a kebab. Uh, number two for me is a song. It came out, like, pretty recently, like, within the last, maybe, like, less than 10 years. Okay. They did it as like a benefit to raise money in New Zealand. Oh, I think you, you know the yeah. song. And you, so they I made think a. You've showed it to me. They made a fake, the like a fake, um, song about like awareness. The this song is has out of the show. This is, has yeah. nothing to do with the show. This is just them goofing around, and it's called "Feel Inside Parentheses and Stuff Like That." <laughs> they love their parentheses. Yeah. Who's with them? I forget who's in the song. Let me see if I can look it up. They're feeling lost, but Is that Alicia Keys? Children it sounds almost like Feist. Oh. But I don't think it is. They all just want to be bubbles. We all just want to be bubbles. There must be something we can Yeah, the fake thing that they're all... That they're all rallying against is kids drinking bubble mixture. <laughs> oh, that's not that far from freaking pod, whatever the fuck. That's true. Maybe they, maybe they forced they instigated it. Yeah. Um, let's see here. I don't know any of these other people. It's oh, um, funny. It's Fly the Concords, Brooke Frazier, Dave Do- Dave Dobin, Savage, Bo Runga, Sam, Sam Scott, and Luca Buddha. 
Ruby Frost, Zoe, Ricky Morris, Nathan King, Victoria Gerling Butcher. I don't recognize any. Peter Ehrlich, Elizabeth Moverly, Sherry Matheson, Masad, Moana, Maniapoto, Young Sid, PNC, Diree Deach, and Kids of 88. So I think these are all New Zealand artists. Oh, okay. That's the solution. It looks like it. It sounds like a real, like, I think it was, it was meant to, like, kind of spoof, like, We Are the yeah. World. and um, No, for sure. What's your final song? My final song is We're Both in Love with a Sexy Lady. Uh, I thought about putting that on here. This is the episode I thought you were going to pick. Yeah, this is the one with Kristen Wiig. Where they, they run into her at the park because she lost her dog. Yeah. Her epileptic dog. I just, I love this, like, this is Kristen Wiig, like, pre, it's like early SNL. Yeah. So you don't, you barely recognize her at first. Yeah. That's cool. I don't know if we'll get to it in the song, but there's a really funny joke where they can't decide what her name is between Barbara and Bra-Bra. <laughs> All I know, dog, is that she's careless with her dog. I'm not sure what she does, except she makes me want her. She makes me want to get on top of her. Oh, that sounds great, man. That this song, great. we'll get to it. This song has, I think, the funniest lyric I've ever heard in my life. And I'll... Right there, right there, over there, over there, over there, over there, there, Just now, just now, how'd you meet your lady? I was going for a jog and she lost the dog. I was running in Go for it. She lost the tail. This is them trying. Oh, they're spoofing. Like. No, about 43 seconds ago. That, that <laughs> line is so funny. Oh, no. Was that about 40 seconds ago? No, about 43 seconds ago. Is so funny. He took the time that it took Brett to say, was that 40 seconds ago? Adds three seconds because of how long it took him to say it and corrects him. That is so funny. I also love, are you thinking what I'm thinking? No, you're thinking what I'm thinking. No, I can't be thinking what you're thinking because I'm thinking what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's so... Such a stupid. But that's like they're trying to spoof. You mean like the girl who came up girl is mine. Yeah. And, and, and the boy is mine for the yeah. better. That's the girl. What's her name, Barbara? No, I think it was Barbara. Her name was Barbara. It was Barbara. There's no such name as Barbara. That's so funny. And then you found out at the end of the episode that yeah. her name is Barbara. Yeah. They get into an argument and they have her correct. You know, like. Hey, can she you tell us on that, she goes on a date with each of them, right? Right. And at the end, they're like, because they hold a, a benefit concert for epileptic dogs. And uh, they ask her, what is your name? Is it Barbara Bra Bra? And she goes, it's Bra Bra. B-R-A, B-R-A. And Jermaine is like, what the hell? Yeah. That's not a name. Such a funny. Lazy eye. <laughs> I love that That they're like No she was looking at me No she was looking at me Oh wait are you talking about the girl with the lazy eye Yeah Yeah we're talking about the same girl Alright my last song is also from season 2 Okay Some people say the rappers don't have feelings yeah, that one is good We have feelings We have feelings Some that people say really that we are good. not rappers <laughs> We're rappers To be fair like Hip Hop Abonymous Yeah Rhinoceros is really good too Some people say the are invincible I think like for me like they're like there's the songs in the first season are great Yeah and there's like a few standouts from season two yeah. This and We're both in love with the sexy lady That like I feel like I want to give them more play for the second season songs that are good Yeah And this one like I think is a genuinely funny yeah. good song. I got good feelings, I got 
asshole. No one even mentions my, my casserole. casserole. <laughs> I got the feelings. I got the feelings. You could have said something nice about my professor role. Here's a little story to bring a tear to your eye. I was shopping for a wetsuit to scoop a dime. But if I could just keep listening to this, know, we don't like, have to, yeah. to talk just over it. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing about these songs is that, like, again, we talked about, like, they're good songs. They're funny, but they sound good, too. Yeah, like, I want to... I've, I've gone... I, we've thrown with my group of friends multiple dance parties and had them on our playlist, like, no problem. Yeah. You know, they're super silly and sort of dumb. Like, they're still fun songs. Yeah. They forgot about me. Oh, this is the one that has, like... I got the day after my birthday yeah. the is day not, after my birthday is not, not my, my birthday, birthday mom <laughs> I call my friends say let's go into town but they're all too busy to go into town so I go by myself I go into town then I see all my friends they're all in town this is such a, this is a funny lyric too but... Up to watch that movie, Men in Manhattan. <laughs> Have you ever been told your ass is too big? Have you ever been asked if your hair is a wig? Have you ever been told you're mediocre in Have you ever been told you got a weird shaped head? Has your family ever forgotten you and driven away? Once again, they forgot about Jay. Were you ever called horror because of school you took drama? Have you ever been told that you look like a llama? I just look like that whole list is like. Most of it is very, very relatable. Yeah. And then randomly, have you ever been told that you look like a llama? I'm crying tears of a rapper. Tears of a rapper. Of a rapper. Of a rapper. Cool. I'm going to go home and listen to the whole thing again. It's so great. I love um, it. So you've got a surprise prize. Yeah. Ready, right? Well, did All you right. want to do yours? Because last time we recorded, you had I don't some... remember mine oh. from last time. I should have what written it down. That's the surprise prizes that I forgot my surprise prize. Maybe someday I will trick you into thinking that I have a surprise prize just so you play the song. And then I'm going to say, just wanna never hear, mind. You just want to hear the song again? Yes. You know, you could listen to the song at home, too. I know. Right? You tell me that a lot, and I don't do it. I just like it in this setting. Can you hear the drums, Fernando? Yes, Abba. I can hear the drums. Yes, I can. So, Liza, what is your surprise prize? My surprise prize for this episode is another installment of the top 100 singles from the Billboard magazine of the years that you went to high school. Okay. I just hit the paper and I'm realizing you're looking at your computer screen. Oh, I'm not looking at your paper. I thought you were yet. trying to it. read and I got No, I was <laughs> trying to get the the screen ready so I can play the songs I'm whenever just they so, come. So like up. suspicious of you, I guess. So we're talking about the year the year was nineteen ninety nine. Oh wow. Baby Andrew uh-huh. was a young baby, boy. <laughs> young youth in high school times. Uh-huh. And songs happened that year. They certainly did. They didn't New stop songs. happening that year. <laughs> and they hadn't turned the century yet, mm-hmm. but artists were getting ready for that. True, true. And some of those songs became very popular. And some were and not as popular. Some were not as popular. This is a great encapsulation of 1999 <laughs> in music. <laughs> Just to re- reiterate, it's not like the most popular and the least popular because the least popular would be really hard right. to find. Yeah. So it's the 
out of the top 100 singles it's of number the one and number 100 yes exactly would you like to guess what was number one I mean, my first guess i think this is wrong okay but my first guess is hit me baby one more time no you're wrong damn it i mean yes you're wrong okay <laughs> but because is it 1999 what hit me baby one more time yeah i'm not sure okay well, i think so that. but Oh, great. I'll give you a hint. I wrote down some lyrics. Okay, great. You ready? Yeah. <clears throat> what am I supposed to do? Sit around and wait for you. Well, I can't do that. And there's no turning back. I need time to move on. I need love to feel strong. Because I've got time to think it through. And maybe I'm too good for you. Oh, shit. I don't know. I... The ly- that last lyric really sparks something, but I can't think of it. What is it? Do you believe in it's life share? after love? Oh my god! <laughs> wow, I life after love by share is the number one song. Yeah, believe wow. by share is number one song in 1999. That's Which, crazy to me. Like when I think of that song, or if that song comes on, I think of like what 1999 movies any movie that would like try to portray what a american gay bar was like would mm-hmm. have that song on <laughs> that's so weird <laughs> which is weird i can't so like specific i'm can you find it is yeah that it? this is it mm. i just like the fact that this was number one i feel surprised? like yeah i feel like 1999 was like the year of like that was like boy bands like peaking mm. yeah but it's like auto-tuned oh my god <laughs> this is cra- it's like crazy how much she doesn't sound like herself because no. of this so but it's so 90s too yeah it's like very happy. 90s yeah it's very dancey like they clubby. really they really ended the millennium on a high note <laughs> do you want to guess uh, number two because it's a famous song as well do you really? Number two. Can I get like a slight hint about it? Uh, no, I didn't write down lyrics. It's uh, it's a band. It's a girl band. It's a girl band. With uh, it's an acronym. It's an acronym, or just like letters? I don't know. Is it supposed to? I mean, isn't it? every word just letters? <laughs> Burn. Yeah. Isn't that neat? I just want to say, isn't every? Um, I don't know. It's No Scrubs by TLC. Oh. That's number two that year. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Do you number wanna, 100. Number 100. Do you want to guess, guess a roo? <gasps> number 100 in 1999. I'm going to guess totally off base. I'm just guessing any song right now. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um... Isn't it an sing song? Wow. Yes. It is? Yeah. Is it Turn Up My Heart? No. Uh, I don't know. You want some lyrics? Sure. Okay. And I'm trying hard to figure out just how I ever did without the warmth of your smile, the heart of a child leaves what? me perfect. <laughs> <laughs> what was that last song again? That last lyric again? I just want to like. I'm glad we recorded you sing. What? what? <laughs> um, you want it again? Yeah, please. Those last three p- chunks. Uh huh. The warmth 
of your smile, the heart of a child oh leaves God. me purified. <laughs> I have no clue and I don't. It sounds really pedophilic. It does, yeah. What, what song is this? So it's a weird title because it's parentheses, God, God must, have, must spent. have spent, oh. but the song is a little more time on you. Yeah. That was going to be my next guess, but. So it was the song like released as a little more time on you but it sounds really creepy like that yeah. and then they added parentheses god must have spent or was the full title originally god must have spent a little more time on you but then people were like well talking about god in a song might like exclude people that don't believe in god or something and then they were like oh we'll just put parentheses in them but then it still sounded creepy I'm wondering, it's one of those things like the parenthetical seemed to be like a popular thing in songs back then. Yeah. So I wonder if like that was more the thing. I guess you're right, because I've got another one like for next time. Uh Uh-huh. This is so like... Not good. Yeah. Like I like, I genuinely do like some NSYNC songs. This is not a good one. Yeah, it's very like... This is the kind of stuff that made me not listen to boy bands when, at that, when I was that age. Yeah. Like, I, I was not into it. It's a miracle. I was totally into girl bands, like Disney's Childs All Day and Spice Girls and all that jazz. But yeah. this kind of shit just made me like, Bleh. This is like, this feels like a song that would be like written for like a Disney Channel, like original movie about like a fake boy band. Yeah, that's true. I'm picturing them like all wearing the same outfit. Like all white yeah exactly I was definitely picturing that all white like pants like big baggy pants and then an opened up uh, button up shirt yeah definitely with like and they're like with their white tips yep frosted tips and very bare chested like no like waxed Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. do you want to go on (laughs) what else and like in the background like probably some like flowing sheets I was more thinking about their uh, their bodies. What, what else do you want oh, to say? Oh, um, some lip gloss. <coughs> okay. And definitely plucked eyebrows. All right. Yeah. Okay, that's enough. That's, yeah. We've talked about it in sync enough. Some, some uh, necklaces. Some necklaces. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> some 90s man necklaces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> well, that'll do it for this episode. <laughs> Um, uh, you know the drill if you like this oh, episode oh we didn't rate what our, we didn't rate anything rating oh the Sorry. show yeah <laughs> our own show um okay out of um yeah our own show how do you how do you rate our podcast <laughs> um out of five new zealand posters on the wall what do you rate fly the concords um I give it a six. Six? Whoa, you broke the scale. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will also give it the highest amount. I'll give it a, a five out of five. Aw. Just not such a surprise. A, such a cute, wonderful so show. So great. Um, and if you want to give us a five out of five, <laughs> nice uh, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts <gasps> or on the website, goodtalkstudio.com. Yes, you can leave us a comment there or uh-huh. email us. Um, you can follow us on the Facebook. Mm-hmm. You can also rate it and review us on Facebook too. Yes. Leave us some five star reviews on there. Mm-hmm. Throw back to school on Facebook. You can f- 
follow us on Instagram as well. Uh huh. Uh, to work to school. Oh wait, I have a quick bone to pick with <gasps> the listeners. Oh no. I have never looked at the the like analytics of like how our show is doing or anything until today. Oh no. I looked at the analytics and I looked at what people how people have been finding our show on the on the internet. Uh huh. And one of the search things that came up that people have used three times to find our show <laughs> is throwback show with Liza. <laughs> I love it. Where am I? <laughs> Nobody searched throwback show with Andrew or anything like that. Three different times people have searched throwback show with Liza. <laughs> Is it the same person? That just doesn't I have, know no, how to use the I have no clue. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> Not once did somebody search for Andrew's throwback show or something, but Liza gets throwback show with Liza. Oh, I'm sorry. That's my finger furiously typing or tapping on the (laughs) table. I'm so mad. Oh, I'm sorry. It's It's fine. um, I'm clearly not that upset. (laughs) They probably just know that if they typed Andrew, too many things would come up. Oh, yeah, exactly. You're right. Wow. What a, (laughs) what a softball gesture. You're buying that, right? Yeah. Anyways, uh, whatever. Anyway, See, review us or not. Yeah, I don't care anymore. I mean, you can review me. Yeah, you I can review know, Liza. Yeah. <laughs> review Liza on the website and on Instagram and Facebook and who cares anymore? Oh, come on. See you, see you tomorrow. You guys, see you tomorrow. Bye.